0: Talk Back, Central Louisiana's longest running talk show. Whether it's the guests or the callers, Talk Back is where Central Louisiana begins its conversation.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Talk Back here on Friday. I'm Al Gordemont along with Sandra McQuain. Intern Kai is with us as well. Glad you could be with us here on this Friday. Quick first hour. A lot of things we tried to cover in that time period. And uh, coming into hour number two now, scheduled to talk with Ben McLaughlin, the new head football coach from Louisiana Christian University. Just got off the phone with him and his daughter came down being sick this morning, so we're gonna to try to see if we could connect over the phone rather than in the studio. So we'll try to make that happen as soon as we can. Uh in the meantime, kinda of going back to what we were talking about with Senator Cloud at the end of the show. Oh, I think this might be Ben calling in. Let's go ahead and take it. Good morning. This is Talk Back. Yes, it Ben McLaughlin. Hey Ben, it's Al. Hey um <laughs> So sorry, man. It's okay. It's okay. I was explaining to the audience that your daughter uh, came up a little sick today, so we had to change plans just a bit. A bit. But that's all. Yeah,
2: good. yeah. You know how that goes. it hey, doesn't matter what job you are. Hey, we're dads first here, so <laughs> right. uh, I got to do what I got to do on that side.
1: So if you hear in the background, that's just
2: me being a dad. <laughs> okay.
1: And you have two beautiful daughters, by the way, that were with you at the news conference last week.
2: Yes, yes, they're with me. Seven and 5. Violets are 7-year-old and Meredith's are 5-year-old and they're actually about to be 8 and 6, but uh uh they're awesome. They uh that's uh, that's that's like I said, that's the number one job, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. You know, I always remember when you were playing for Coach Dunn, he'd always talk about how they were preparing you guys for life because one day you were going to be husbands and fathers and, you know, employees and things like that. And and here we are. It's hard to believe that it was 14 years ago that you played at, at LCU, and now you're getting a chance to become the head coach.
2: I know. Uh, it's, you know, it, it, it. I was telling our guys all the time, you know, I sat in that chair and, and I probably, I'd like to think I listened to the majority of the things that Coach done and it always tried to speak into our lives, but you can always see some of those kids like, okay, you know, they're not, they are not they they think it's going to be miles, you know, years down the road, but before they know it, they're going to be right here where I am too. And so, um, hopefully we can, you know, do what we got to do to prepare them to for that next step because, uh, we all know, I mean, I don't, that, that's the most important thing. We got we got to find a way to make these guys, uh, uh uh, you know fathers and husbands and 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 business leaders and everything else and so along the way we win a lot of football games but uh... we've got to keep the priorities straight
1: oh, no doubt it's it's interesting because i i noticed on national collegiate signing day that phil ford who is one of your former teammates his yep. son signed to play with northwestern state and i'm like wait a minute now y'all yeah, are really yeah, making I, I, me feel old <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah you better believe i called phil's like come on me you, you're telling me i couldn't get you come on now me and me and phil we're, we're we stayed in contact and and uh... and he's awesome he's a great alum and he's a great coach uh... ran into him when i was at ash at some seven on sevens when we were playing each other and so uh... Uh, but if he's if he's a fraction of the player that Phil was, he's gonna have a great college career wherever he ends up.
1: Oh, no doubt. Yeah, Phil, his dad was was a beast. Defensive player of the year one year in the in the old conference that we were in, American Southwest Conference. So, mm-hmm. and of course, Ben, who was All Conference and and even more than that. It, does this feel like for you? It's come full circle now that you you were a player, you were an assistant coach, and now you get to be the head coach of your alma mater.
2: Yes, it it does. It feels that way. You know, it's um it's one of those things that you know. Of course, I coached there for two years, kind of as a GA, and then I came back after we had our our oldest daughter for four years as a coordinator, and uh, and it was uh you know so this was always a place that I knew that I wanted to come back to. But you just never know when that's going to happen, you know, because and uh, and so especially with the success that L C U has had in Coach Maddox. I mean when you know, very rarely do do successful program you know their their coaching jobs come open, and so you just never knew. And so and I'd even talk with Coach Maddox, you know, about hey, you know, at some point he'd, he'd always ask, hey, you want to, you know, if it, you want to come be the offensive coordinator, you know, if, it, if that thing, if we need another offensive coordinator at some point, and of course. So we were always kind of talking back and forth. He's a good friend of mine, and so uh, this was always a place because we we're gonna live here. We got a house in Woodworth, and so this was always a place that I knew that I wanted to end up. Um, it's funny how the Lord makes things work, and, and it happened a little bit sooner than than I expected. But um, we're ready for it, and and gonna and gonna tackle the opportunity.
1: We're talking with Ben McLaughlin. He's the new head football coach at Louisiana Christian University. Have to admit, when I saw the news, I guess early last week that that Drew was stepping down to take the Division 1 coaching position at Southeast Missouri. My heart really sunk because I love Drew and I love what he's done with the program and he and I worked well together the last couple of years and then it might have been within 24 hours I saw an article <laughs> linking your coming back to the school and my heart went from being Sad, quite happy. So can you explain a little bit of how all that was taking place, like the timing of it from when you found out that Drew was leaving to then getting a chance to talk with the administration about coming to succeed him?
2: Uh, you know, uh, you know me. Me and Drew being personal friends, you know when when you know you know how these things work. They start back channeling a little bit, and uh, and he had told me that he had, he had an opportunity possibly to go up there, and uh, but he was thinking about it, and so and then, then my mind starts preparing for okay, you know, is this the right time? If that does happen, is I have an opportunity? And so, um, but then when it kind of became uh, you know started becoming a reality, and he and, and and Coach Maddox went up there and visited, and and he told me he was going to take the job and uh and then um you know we i'd already i have a good great relationship with coach mason and, and me and dr brewer we've had a great relationship especially you know since i've been gone we he's, they brought me back to chapel for uh, for an award that they gave and so we've always stayed in contact so i felt like that the pro, you know the relationships were good and were solid there and so but it uh, definitely made my heart happy when coach mason called and said uh that they that they felt like that i was the right guy and this was the right timing and so so um, it, it was, you know, it was one of those things to where it was, you know, I was preparing for about a week or so before it actually started coming around, so that week felt like an eternity. But uh, ever <laughs> since uh, Coach Mason called, then it's become a whirlwind, so it sped up quite a bit. But it was uh, definitely a dream come true for me.
1: Yeah. So the nice thing is you're not coming in to take over a program that you have to rebuild. Uh, they're, you're losing quite a quite a few players from last year's team which was the conference champions including especially the quarterback sal palermo a few other key pieces but it's such a great foundation that drew has left in place what are your biggest challenges as far as maintaining that both with the current players and then even the recruits that the school's been talking with
2: yeah, in today's day and age, in college football, with the transfer portal and and all the options, and I'm look, I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of, uh, I'm a fan in high school of open enrollment. I'm a fan of parent choice. You know, the college landscape changes so much year to year from coaches changing, and so uh, I'm always a believer that you know I don't own any of these kids because they signed a letter of intent. I don't own them because they happen to live in my school district. I want them to be on our team because they want to be a part of my program. And so, but because of that, there always is that you know you you have to constantly be cultivating a program that you want to and it, recruiting your own players is probably not the right way to say it. But at the end of the day, if they don't if they're not happy with what it is, and they have the options to go in places, so definitely the biggest challenge is going to be making sure that you know I, I I build these relationships with these current players here and let them know that this is going to be a continuation. This is not a change of direction, and then. Getting the recruits and, uh, and and letting them know the same thing, and then just you know the one or two one or two off recruiting cycles, and the, and, and, and it can flip good and bad. And so um, you know we've got to continue to we're we're still young in this NAIA process, so we still got to go out and educate you know coaches and, and, and players out there of, of the the differences of how we were, are now for how it was the twenty years prior to making this switch. So there's definitely a lot of challenges. But uh, Coach Maddox did a great job of, of, like you said, putting that foundation down. And you know, you look at our roster; we're very junior and senior heavy, and they graduate a lot of seniors. So, you know, that's always a that's always a double edged sword. You know, you go look two or three years ago they played a bunch of freshmen and sophomores and they had a few struggles because they were young and then those young guys get older and then they get really good but now it means that our younger guys don't they haven't had that experience so we're gonna have to find ways that we're, people are gonna play that you know are unproven but that's just how it goes you can't you can't be old and young at the same time so it's those waves that you've got to ride and make sure that you construct your roster in a way that you've got enough people to fill in and uh, and ultimately build the program. That's what a program is, you know, making sure that you you take advantage of when you got that perfect class, like we kind of have the last year and this year, where you hit that top of that wave, but then be able to sustain a little bit of that dip when you lose those players, so that you got the right guys that can step in, and you your down years are still really great years. You know, you don't need down years to be three wins. You need down years to be. Uh, we just went seven and three this year. Next year we're back to nine wins. So that's the biggest challenge of that sustain, uh, sustainability, getting. The there's one thing, staying there is sometimes a lot harder, so mm-hmm. looking forward to that challenge.
1: Yeah, for sure. And for you to make this decision to come to LCU, you you left a program that you've been building over at Buckeye High School. How hard was it for you to leave that situation to come back, and, and what did you say to your players there?
2: Yeah, look, uh, and... When I left Ash and went to Buckeye, and you know, Buckeye had had a, a couple coaching changes. They that, that basically had a head coach that that left, and then they had an interim coach. And so I knew it was a place that you know was going to be a build, rebuild, or a build. And so, um, and I, but I was thirty-five years old, and I was just you know I've been college coordinator for nine seasons. I've been high school coordinator for two seasons, three seasons, and uh, and and I was like, if you want to be a head coach, at some point you just got to go be a head coach you can't just wait for the perfect one because you know you how do you get experience without having experience kind of thing so so when we took that job that's I really wanted just to go see if though you know if that head office is one that I wanted and enjoyed and so but what I didn't expect to was to fall in love with those players you know you know you never know And, and so when you do build it and and obviously there's a lot of work left to do over there but I do think they're in position just like coach Maddox left this one they're in position for somebody to come in there and take a group that that has been trained correctly and that that is ready to go have the best season they've had in over a decade and so it was definitely hard to leave those kids definitely hard, but you know, it's so funny, um, everybody over there, you know, because they knew me, because they knew that that's my home. It, there was never any animosity. There was never any, you know, I'm sure they were disappointed. I hope they were disappointed because I hope I did a good enough job to leave an impact that they are sad that I'm leaving. But it was a really cool thing having a lot of the players come up when it kind of leaked out and they were all, you know, shaking my hand and faculty members coming up because they knew that this was a dream of mine. So it was a really cool thing. We left it great and, and Miss Holt and that administration over there and those parents always hold a special place in my heart and and I'm definitely going to be pulling
1: for him. Yeah, for sure. And and that's the tough part. I mean, I've been in that situation. We all have, uh, mm-hmm. with you know, places that we've worked, and then you just get that better opportunity. And and people aren't going to be grudgy when you know you're you're doing it for the right reasons. So so pretty cool stuff. So let me ask you this: <clears throat> As you know, Drew is a head coach who. Definitely defensive minded. I mean, that's where his heart was as a former defensive lineman and built a really great defense. The offense was very productive the last few years, maybe a little more more run focus, especially last year. What do you think your offense will look like with this program and even your defense in the coming years?
2: Yeah, we're we're gonna try. You know, when you come in and you take over a play, I told the players this: when you when I come in and take over a successful program, you know, yeah, there are gonna be some things that change because my personality is a little bit different. But you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a bad coach if I come in and try to change everything just to change it. But, you, there's a lot of things going here that it, that that is going the right direction, and and especially the defensive staff and their schemes. And so you know, I'm bringing one coach with me um, that that's gonna add. To that staff, but the, but you know, Coach Andrews, the defensive coordinator, is there. He's going to keep doing what they did. So, keeping that consistency of what Coach Maddox built um, is very. is something that was super important to me. And Coach Feaster on the offensive side, I mean, the guys co- is, is called plays probably as long as I've been alive. Uh, he is super intelligent, super smart, and they did some amazing things. And he and, and he's he's got an offense that's a little bit different, and it's hard to defend because of how different it is. So we're in the process now of just sitting in a room and 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 trying to find ways to marry what i've always done and kind of my identity because I do believe as a head coach, you know I need my. This team—that's uh, what they hired me for. But um, but I also need to find ways to look around at my assistant coaches and figure out what they do well, and make sure that I can, you know, get the right pieces of that and mix it into my identity so that we make it ours. Uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be a super up-tempo offense. It's gonna be fun. It's going to be a fun team to watch. All three phases, we're gonna attack in all three phases. Onside kicks, fake punts. We're gonna go forward on fourth down. We're gonna play fast. It's gonna be a it's going to be a program that recruits are going to want to come play for and that people are going to want to come out and watch. Um, but at the end of the day, I still believe great defense and, and, and a good running game will always win football games. So that's going to always be an identity, but uh, we'll definitely get to it a little different way.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, Well, I'm excited. Now, didn't you guys already start spring practice?
2: Well, it was supposed to start, but obviously with the change, you know, we've got to – so we pushed it back. We're our first spring practice, we're going to probably put this out on social media beginning of next week with a calendar for recruits and high school coaches if they want to come out. But we're going to start on March the 11th, which is a week from Monday, uh, and then we're going to go – we'll go Mondays, Wednesday, Monday and Wednesday afternoons and Friday mornings, uh, three days a week. We'll do that for three weeks. Then we have spring break, and then we're going to come back for one more week and have a spring game on a Friday night around 6 and Try to get a bunch of alums to come down. Maybe earlier that day. Maybe go play some golf or something. Kind of have a hangout with some some old heads coming back, and and then turn the lights on and see if we can get some parents and and get out there and put some game jerseys on and go have some fun before we end it out before they have to get ready for finals. Wow.
1: Well, I know you're hitting the ground running, and <laughs> especially with a college program, this is such a key time of year. So uh, yes, it is. So you know, and how excited is your wife that you get a chance to go back too?
2: Here's what my wife's excited for that she gets to stay in the house that we built. (laughs) She she says that December and January are the worst months of the year because it's when all the, everybody, who's leaving, who's going, uh, somebody's always calling from different parts of the state, sometimes different parts of the the nation about, hey, you think you want to take this job? You want to take that job? And so she just, so she is so happy that we finally found that this is, she knows that this is my dream job. So she's so happy that we're here because that means that we're not going anywhere, and her parents and her kids' grandparents are happy, and so but she knows how special this place is to me, and uh, and so she's super excited, and I made a joke, uh, not really a joke, it was the truth in our press conference, the, the day it got leaked, so we went to church that night, uh, Wednesday night, and one of our friends came up and went right to her and shook her hand and said, congratulations on your new job, and <laughs> he was joking, but he's right, you know, this is, you know, this job is as much her job as it is my job, we all know how important those coaches wives are and and how to get a program going and she's on board 100% and so it's uh she's definitely excited the girls are excited they've already she's already ordered their bows to match the, the LCU <laughs> so uh, if you see two girls running around with some big orange and blue bows they're probably mine
1: well i think uh, the school's going to have to get a replacement for the cheerleader coach too cuz Drew's wife was <laughs> doing that so <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep yep that is that is yeah. they they were definitely uh, i don't know if my wife can fit into that <laughs> role was a, she was a superstar for coach maddox so uh, i don't know if she could do that part of it but she'll definitely uh, fill in some other roles for sure uh,
1: well it's a great fit and, and i'm so excited to have you coming back and looking forward to work with you, working with you in the coming years and thank you for taking time to be with us this morning and i hope your daughter feels better
2: She'll be just fine. I really appreciate it, Al. It's always you've always been a great friend to me and, and awesome to the program, and uh, uh, we appreciate everything you guys do. And looking forward to, to working with you guys.
1: All right, Ben McLaughlin, new head football coach for Louisiana Christian University. Ben, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you. All right. We'll take a break. here on TalkBack.
0: If you'd like to take part in our show today, call the BOM Bank studio line at 442-8255. That's
3: 442-TALK-BOM Bank. Now with locations in Alexandria, Pineville, and Woodworth. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right right or wrong it's your reputation on the line that's where reputation defender by norton comes in one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair reputation defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results they also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top helping you put your best foot forward Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-803-5505 to speak to an expert. That's 800-803-5505.
4: Instead of having a blowout sale on some flavor-of-the-month vehicle, wouldn't you rather get the best price every day on every vehicle Marler Country is like that. Now you can feel just as good about your deal at trade-in time as you did when you bought it. Plus, you'll find Marler Country hard to beat for a fast, experienced service department. And how many dealers do you know have loaner cars and shuttle service to keep you running smoothly? They're like that in Marler Country. Red, white, and true. How many Marler Ford license plates have you seen today?
0: Hi, I'm Agriculture and Forestry Commissioner Mike Strain. It's that time of year again for Louisiana Strawberries. Our Louisiana strawberries are the freshest and sweetest. And they provide a delicious, healthy choice that is fat, sodium, and cholesterol-free. So pick up your strawberries today and make sure you pick Louisiana strawberries. For more information, visit us at louisianastrawberries.com. That's louisianastrawberries.com.
4: Never completely ready to adopt a teen.
0: For late nights writing English papers.
4: Visit AdoptUSKids.org.
0: Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
3: When you shop Goodwill, you don't just bring home a vintage dress or cat lamp. (laughs) You bring home so much good to your community because everything you buy funds local job training and more. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Talkback is
0: sponsored by The Clinics, with 26 providers and 5 locations. Remember, at The Clinics, someone can see you today. Hey, just a reminder, you can listen to KSYL's Talkback anytime, online, or on demand at KSYL.com.
1: Now let's get back to the show. It's Talkback. All right, we're back. Friday Four four two eight two five five on an open line. Thanks again to Ben McLaughlin. I'm so excited to have him coming in as head coach. And yeah. Like that this. was
6: that was a really brilliant move for placing Drew yeah. uh, Maddox because wow. I mean what a what a great yeah. Season, what it, just? I mean, that was you know. I always think about, and you probably have it in your whole career. Just interviews that stand out to you on the show, and one of them was true. I just enjoyed that time we had oh, with yeah. him in the studio, and yep. Ben seems like he has cut a lot from the same cloth. So I look forward to getting to know him.
1: Yeah, we'll get him in the studio at some point. You know, probably before the start of next season, and talk with him about their their prospects for next year. It'll be interesting to see. You know, not only that they'll change the offense. Oh. I I know they will because. His offensive style is much more, you know, using the shotgun formation, four receivers in the game. You know, they'll, they'll run some, but they're going to pass a lot more, I guarantee you. Oh, absolutely. And they lost um, one of their best running backs in Devin Briscoe. Yeah, yeah. They've got a couple of pretty good ones mm-hmm. coming back. And so I think, you know, quarterback has always been kind of the question right. for next year who's going to be their, their quarterback? But. You never know; they might go out and get somebody else. Uh, they had the one guy that came in and he played in, in reserve moments last year, and he did pretty well. I'm trying to remember his name. Oh, you're talking about? Um, I know who you're talking about. Um... <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I can picture him, but anyway, it's gonna it'll be a lot of fun. I think, you know. And what I love about Ben is just the class that he'll bring to the program as well. Not that Drew didn't have it; he totally did, but just. Ben's a unique guy, and if you've been around him, you kind of know what I'm talking about. So I always tell people he's my all-time favorite LC athlete. Really? Oh, yeah, easily. Oh, easily? Easily. Oh, I never heard that one. Yeah. (laughs) We had a really good bond we formed when he was a player, you know, and I'd always interview him after the games and stuff. I even interviewed him after, this was in 2010, and LC was having... Kind of its second really good season. In fact, it was such a good season that they were playing Mary Harden Baylor with a chance. If they won, that they would make the playoffs. And of course, they never beaten Mary Harden Baylor before, and they never did in the whole time they were in the conference. But you know, a couple of years before that, they had lost like eighty-four to three or something. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, they got Ben. They had a couple of really good wide receivers, and they're knocking on the door beating Mary Harden-Baylor. It's late in the fourth quarter. LC's driving. They get down to, like, the four-yard line, and I think it's, like, it's like third and two with about 40 seconds left. And they do a play-action fake, and the tight end flanks out into the flat, and he's open. But rather than kind of zip the ball, Ben kind of floats it, and it gave the linebacker a chance to break back on it, and he, he picked it off. <laughs> so they lost, and, and just I had this picture of him, like, on the ground, you know, just sullen. And then after the game, kind of leaning against the fence. But to his credit, afterward, I said... Because I've been interviewing him all year. I'm like, are you okay to do an interview? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, you know. And he obviously was heartbroken, as <laughs> the whole team was. The whole stands were. Uh, and, you know, looking back on things now, that was their best shot the entire time they were in the American Southwest to beat Mary Hart and Baylor. And had they won, they probably would have gone to the playoffs that year. So, but... You know that was a crazy year where they had, they had like eleven defensive backs who got injured that year. (laughs) Eleven, something like that. They were down to like, and and the last game they played at home against Harden Simmons, they had two of their wide receivers playing defensive back because that's that's how that's how rough it had gotten. (laughs) So it was just they were just like, but they had that team had so much character. So they went they wound up seven and three. And they could have been eight and two. Had they been eight and two, they probably would have made the playoffs. But fun team, you know. And of course, he set—just not set—he shattered every record for the school, for the mm-hmm. conference, from a passing standpoint. Ended up being the finalist for the Gallardi Trophy, which is the Heisman Trophy for Division Three. He was one of three finalists. They flew him out to, I think, Virginia somewhere, because uh, that's where they have the Amos Alonzo Stag Bowl, which is for Division Three and yeah just so it's been great to watch not only his career but to see his coaching career develop mm-hmm. and then now to see him come back
6: now when you interviewed him was that in a media capacity or on campus media yeah uh, on or were campus well yeah I didn't know no i
1: was already at the school but i uh, you know i didn't really have students at that point that knew how to do sports coverage so i kind of took it on myself to do it yeah. oof, and kind of get that started and then eventually we had students that I got with the flow. So, Very like cool. Kai this year. Did you ever teach BIT? I never did. No, no. Because by the time, actually, by the time I got there, I should say 2010, his, that was the second year I was there. And he was, I think it was his senior year, but he was student teaching. I did like a story about him doing his student teaching during the day at Bolton High School, taught math, and then he would come back for practice. So,. So, yeah, that's pretty cool.
6: Very cool. I yeah. wish folks were in the studio watching you. When you talk about sports, just the light.
1: It's a different... Right. I had a, con- I had a consultant tell me that one time when I was working at KLB. She's like, when you read the news, you know, you do really well, but, man, when you get to sports, like, it's like your whole personality changes. And I'm like, well, that was kind of my roots, you know, So, so let's... Make this a sports talk show? <laughs> Poor Sandra. She's got to run I'm out sorry. of <laughs> Oh, man. Poor. Oh, my goodness. It's been going on for weeks. <laughs> but you know you know my love for sports. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> especially football. Yeah, especially. Football and baseball. Football and baseball. Mm-hmm. Go Brewers. Exactly. <laughs> Spring training is underway. So, All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more Talk Back. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. We are experiencing a cocoa crunch. No,
7: that's not a new cereal, but a shortage of cocoa, pushing chocolate prices higher, causing chocolate bars to get smaller and resulting in growing demand for treats with no cocoa, such as hazelnut-flavored bars. According to a recent survey by consumer intelligence company NIQ, consumers are most likely to cut back on chocolate and candy if inflation continues. Now, bad weather and crop disease in West Africa have caused the cost of cocoa beans to more than double. Double in the past year. this is no fun Toymaker Mattel says it's found deficiencies in its internal financial controls and it won't be able to file its annual report on time. according to the company the problems represent a material weakness in its financial reporting It hopes to get things squared away and a report issued by March 15th. After gains yesterday for stocks that sent the s and p and NASDAQ to new highs ahead of the bell stock futures are mixed. Steve Potusk Bloomberg Radio.
4: Your time is valuable. Look no further than Alexandria International Airport for your next flight. As a regional airport, we offer connecting flights worldwide through Dallas and Atlanta on American and Delta. Our friendly staff, clean facilities, and accessible parking will make flying AEX enjoyable and hassle-free. Whether making travel plans for business travel or a pleasure, your destination to the world starts here. Visit flyaex.org to book your next flight
3: neck
0: pain back pain pinched nerves you name it i got it
4: your neck back and spine are truly a complex system and when something gets out of whack you've got problems thankfully you don't have to live with it The physicians at MidState Orthopedic have both the skill and the experience to effectively use electrodiagnostic testing to pinpoint your issue and focus the course of treatment. Stop living with pain. Schedule an appointment today at 473-9556. Online at MidStateOrtho.com. John. We can't keep putting this off. Okay, I'll clean the gutters. I'm talking about your dad.
3: Well, what can we do? He wants to stay in his house.
4: We can make his house safer.
3: You know he's a proud guy. He's not going to take all our fussing lying down.
6: That's the idea. For older people, falling and breaking a hip can be devastating. For easy ways to make home safer, visit orthoinfo.org/falls. A message from the American Academy of Orthopaedic Surgeons and the Orthopaedic Trauma Association.
5: It's all-
0: a good morning. Cloudy skies are going to stick around on our Friday with the possibility of a shower or two up until about 9 o'clock, maybe 10. But I we say, the clouds will stick around 67 for the afternoon high. Tonight, partly cloudy down to 48 for the overnight low. And then my friends get ready for a, what looks like a nice weekend. Sunny skies Saturday with the highs near 77, 79 the high on Sunday. And that's your forecast from the Sendla Broadcasting Weather Center. I'm Dave Grayson. Currently 46 degrees in Sendla now let's get back to the show
1: it's talkback on ksyl all right we are back here on talkback on friday al quartermont Sandra mcquain 442-8255 is our number and anything you'd like to chat about for the rest of the show feel free to call in to do just that so yesterday was the big day where president biden and former president trump were both down at the border and kind of exchanging shots i just am amazed at the gaslighting that continues to come from president biden and his administration regarding this issue where they're blaming it all on congress that the republicans are holding up border the border package (laughs) it's like come on man how stupid you well you know they know a lot of people aren't going to pay attention but
6: well and to your point yesterday about Framing, um, agenda setting, and gatekeeping strategies by yeah. the news media. I mean, this is all about framing.
1: Oh, no question about it. Yeah, they're. This is their strategy. They're trying to blame all the issues right now on on what the Republicans do or don't. And you know, some people will buy into it, but hopefully, most people see through it. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, you're on talkback.
5: Hey, how you doing this morning? Good sir, how are you? Okay, I hate interrupt y'all a thought there, but I got something. Well, let me put this thing about this. I've been out of pocket, kind of down on the, on the healthy list uh, for a few days, and and I hadn't heard anybody explain it, but I hear a commercial uh, about one OP and y'all making some changes. Can you briefly tell me what the changes are so I can get a better understanding?
1: I'm not following you. Changes sure. regarding
5: regarding your station programming and all that. Are you
1: doing away with KSYL? Say that. Again, say that last part again. Are you doing away with KSYL? Oh no! What makes you think that? We... Well, I
5: thought I heard it in the commercial. That's how. Uh, Huh. apparently y'all are making some kind of changes. What's the deal about 103?
1: 103. We don't have a 103.
6: Have they been, are there are some upgrades maybe to the system? Is that? I don't know. I don't know either.
1: Uh, my, are you sure you're not confusing us with a different station group?
5: No, sir. Uh, I don't listen to a different station when I can help
1: it. Okay. Uh,
5: Mm. Y'all made the commercial. Uh, about The commercial talked about oh. you're not
1: going to do any more
6: music. You're going to be singing anymore. Wait, yeah, I just it, the commercial was like a. It was just a commercial saying. We, our joke was we weren't going to sing anymore this year. But there's no changes. It's just that was just a commercial.
5: Y'all listen to it again. Oh, try to remember. I think y'all said something about 103 was coming under y'all's umbrella of some kind. I don't understand. Anyway, thank you for the call. Uh,
1: appreciate you talking to me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry if there's been any confusion, but I don't think we have any big changes planned.
6: We'll be the last to know, Al.
1: <laughs> She's not wrong. Oh, man. well,
6: that's because we're not here full time, so right. that's
1: that's right, so anyway, nothing, nothing big that we can think of, but if there is, we'll let you know if there's something big now says has apparently something, and that's it's right. big, but they're not saying what it is <coughs> just yet. So we'll know when you know. All right, we'll take a break. If you'd like to take part in our show today, call the
0: BOM Bank studio line at 442-8255. That's 442-TALK. BOM Bank. Now with locations in Alexandria, Pineville, and Woodworth.
4: Experience exceptional care and more at the clinics. The clinic at LCU and Pineville's Louisiana Athletic Club not only provides primary, family, and urgent care with an on-site lab and x-ray, They now offer massage therapy services customized to fit your needs. Swedish deep tissue therapeutic migraine massage, reflexology, and more. Call today to book your appointment, 318-443-0198. The clinic at LCU and the Louisiana Athletic Club in Pineville, 318-443-0198. Like us on Facebook. Attention all real estate agents, property owners, and lenders. When you or a client needs a real estate attorney, call the professionals at Thompson Law Firm. Whether the legal matter is basic or complex, the Thompson Law Firm can accurately guide you or your client to a successful outcome. That's why numerous industry professionals have trusted the Thompson Law Firm for years. They also handle estate planning, successions, and business law. Call them at 473-0052. I am a paid non-client attorney spokesperson.
3: When it comes to a gun suicide attempt, all it takes is a moment.
6: My son, Ricky, took his life by the use of a firearm. It broke me, and I contemplated suicide. My grandson, I was going to have to be here for him. I still own my firearm. I keep it in a safe because I want to keep my grandson and myself safe. Store your guns
3: locked, unloaded, and away from ammo. Hear more safe stories at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by Brady and the Ad Council.
6: When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes I do the same things over and over, until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better.
3: Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at AutismSpeaks.org slash signs.
4: Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.
3: Hello, I'm Marissa Jarrett Winoker. Performing on stage takes mental and physical preparation. But the one thing I never thought to prepare for was cervical cancer. 91% of cervical cancers are caused by the human papillomavirus or HPV. The good news is... There are vaccines that can protect you or your children from cancer. I survived my cancer, but you can stop cancer before it starts. Talk to your doctor and go to thinkaboutthelink.org to learn more.
6: I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care at adoptuskids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council
0: the show. It's Talk Back on K S Y L All
1: right, we're back here on Talk Back. Let's go to the phones again. Good morning you're on Talk Back.
8: Well, you know you are talking about football well go, you know like Joe You Remember Joe Namath? Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Broadway Joe.
8: Well Joe, when he when he graduated college high school, he wanted to go to the University of Maryland. That's what that was his pick. That's all he just I said, I want to go there, and that's it. Okay. And so, well, they wouldn't let him in because academically, he didn't meet their standards.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
8: So, you think, that was back in the early 60s, so you think that would happen now?
1: Uh, probably not. They would figure out a way. <laughs> yeah, that would...
6: Maybe at Vanderbilt, but
1: that's uh, about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Handful of schools. Well, well uh, so,
8: anyway, see, it's, it's just to I me, mean, that's just part of it, just because... To I me, mean, that's just part of the decline of America.
1: Yeah. Now, we've, we've seen standards lowered in many many ways and in many areas. There's no question about that. So. Yes.
8: You know, there's something else, too. You know, uh, you ever wonder why the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor? Why did they do that? Why would they do that? There was a reason for it. Do y'all do, do know the reason?
6: Well, they wanted to take out the Pacific Fleet.
8: Why? it's because the United States is putting economic sanctions on Japan. They uh-huh. wouldn't sell them oil, wouldn't allow them to buy, import oil or export to other countries because what the U.S. didn't like what Japan was doing in China. Right, And, and so, you see all these sanctions the U.S. is putting on Russia? You uh-huh. think Russia's going to just lay down for that? No. You can't yell this, talking about the U.S. has $300 billion seized of uh, Russian... Money seized. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. Janet Young is talking about giving that to Ukraine.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't so think.
8: you we... think Russia's going to do.
1: Yeah, I don't think they'll take that just lying down, that's for sure.
8: No, they ain't gonna. I'm, I, I guess they wouldn't. But, you know, it's just the whole thing. Just That's what I think about sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think about this constitutional carry thing that look, I have a lot of reservations about that. But the thing is. Is it economically if you were putting to put a business in, thinking about putting a business in Louisiana, Would you think twice if everybody was armed?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, probably depends on the business and the philosophy that they have, but it may. Yeah, well, I,
8: well, I don't know. Would you say how it, I just have reservations about that? But I'm not totally against it because I don't. I know that I don't know everything. We we'll yeah. just have to see how it comes out.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, All yeah. right. Thanks for the call today. We appreciate you. And let's go to another call. Good morning. You're on talkback. Good morning. Good morning.
5: Uh, I was calling to ask. Uh, I don't know if y'all already covered this already, but I heard something in the news that the uh, new uh, governor had particular promised uh, an increase or a bonus or um, something to their pay He 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 took it back or something. Is there any truth to that, or you, you know anything about that? Or?
1: Are you talking about for the teachers? Yes, sir. Okay, so what happened last session was that they did not put in like a permanent pay increase. They did basically like a one-year stipend. And so people were hoping that maybe this year there would come a pay increase, but it's not in, so far it is not in in Landry's budget for the coming year. Now when we had superintendent powell on the show a couple weeks ago he did mention that was last week when i was out how really what he wished that the legislature would have done was pay down the debts that currently exists on the state pension fund for teachers because he said if they had done that then the individual districts could give raises here in Rapids parish he said as much as 20 percent so you know the narrative is going to be jeff landry's against teacher pay raises but it's not really an accurate statement. It's more complex than that. Um, I, I seem to remember reading that they want to do something though for teachers, and, and Landry's wife is a teacher too. So I know he's not just cold about that. But it's that's the easy narrative. He's against pay raises. Well, I guess it's how you spin it. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And last year, the legislature, by and large, was pretty irresponsible. You know, instead of paying down debts. Uh, We even saw in the initial budget that was passed out of the House that they were not going to break the spending threshold and that they were looking to pay down that. And then by the time the Senate got done with it and it came back through the House and they only gave them about an hour to actually look at it before they made them vote on it, it was completely different. So, you know, it's to me, no matter what comes out of this legislature... This legislative session upcoming, I don't think it's fair to put that on Jeff Landry because <coughs> it's a problem that that definitely could have been much more fixed last year and they simply chose not to when they had the federal money to do so. And now that's gone. So what are you going to do?
0: All right, we'll yep. take another break. If you'd like to take part in our show today, call the BOM Bank studio line at 442-8255. That's 442-TALK. BOM Bank, now with locations in Alexandria, Pineville, and Woodworth.
4: Um... Attention business owners, stop wasting money on rent and start building up equity by owning a custom-designed building from General Steel. Over four decades, General Steel has been trusted by small business owners and the Fortune 500. Call us today at 866-95-STEEL for your fast construction, low-maintenance, high-quality building at an affordable price, starting with just a
1: small deposit. Business owners like you are taking advantage of early spring weather and getting a head start on their projects. This surge in demand will extend the project timelines. Be ready to build this spring,
3: 866-957-8335.
6: Some people try to fix everything themselves. What
1: you doing, Dad?
0: Ah, here, bud. Hold this wrench, will you?
6: <laughs> wow! When you've got drain problems, it's time to call the Roto-Rooter Professionals. Roto-Rooter technicians arrive on time, give you an accurate cost estimate up front, and they do the job right the first time, guaranteed. So the next time you have a stopped-up drain, call 1-800-GET-ROTO. Call Roto-Rooter, Don't let biased algorithms
2: or degree screens or exclusive professional networks or
1: stereotypes.
2: Don't let anything keep you from discovering the half of the workforce who are stars. Workers skilled through alternative routes rather than a bachelor's degree. It's time to tear the paper ceiling and see the stars beyond it. Find out how you can make stars part of your talent strategy at tearthepaperceiling.org. Brought to you by Opportunity at Work and the Ad Council.
6: Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force.
4: I asked what kind of family she wanted. She said, a family like yours.
0: Learn more about adopting a teen at adoptuskids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Now more of TalkBack on KSYL, 970 AM, 104.9 FM, and 100.3 HD3.
1: All right, to add more information for that last caller, I had a chance to look it up uh, in the break here. So, Governor Landry's budget proposal for the next fiscal year which will be worked in the upcoming regular session, will include $198 million for a second round of stipends for teachers and school support staff instead of permanent salary increases, the same amount used to give across the board stipends of $2,000 for teachers and 1000 for school support staff last year. But according to the Louisiana Illuminator, the governor wants to put the money toward rewarding a smaller group of higher-performing teachers and those in hard-to-fill positions like science, math, and special education. Under that proposal, some teachers would likely receive more money than they made this year, and others would likely receive less. In all cases, the pay hike won't be permanent or factored into retirement benefits. So, uh, again, what Superintendent Powell said, they really would like to see them attack that debt on the state pension fund that they could then pay their teachers more in individual districts, but they chose not to do that last year. So, here we are. Here we are. Always something with it. But, so, you know, now that we've had two special sessions, the first one, I think, was a little disappointing, I would say, uh, regarding redistricting and all of that. And then this one, if you're more on the conservative side, you probably feel pretty good about it, I would have to say. So... Now, if you're a criminal and, and you weren't talked to by Representative Mike Johnson, you know, you might not be, might not be too happy with it. <laughs> if you all didn't hear that in the first hour of our show, we played a clip where Mike Johnson was being questioned by another state representative, Lyons, about whether he, he talked to the criminals about how they feel about constitutional carry. <laughs> and, and Mike Johnson was like, "No, no, I didn't." Because frankly, I don't give a wit what they think. So it was pretty funny stuff. So we have that posted on our KSYL Facebook page, by the way. If you would like to read more about it or see, you listen to it yourself, because it was it was definitely a pretty awesome moment on the part of Mike Johnson.
6: I can't imagine. I would like to. I need to go back and like watch the tape just to watch. Yeah, Mike's face.
1: Well, you could kind of see in his face that he was thinking, is this guy even serious right now? You know, cause he even kind of, the more you talked, you could tell the more indignant he became about it at the absurdity of even the suggestion. And yet the guy seemed completely serious. <laughs> so it does show you that, that there is a, a real disconnect between sometimes people who are left of center on issues and people that are right of center on issues. Uh, you know, as, as a person who's right of center, I'm not going to say I have no sympathy for criminals. But once you have made a conscious decision to do something that damages another person, I'm sorry. You give up any right to sympathy from me. Because your selfish, depraved heart says my will is more important than their well-being. And what I want to do, I'm going to do, whether that hurts them or not. And guess what? That's what jail is for. That's what prison is for. And if it's egregious enough, you know, like a heinous murder or the rape of a child, I have no problem with the government saying, for that, you will be executed. Yep. And kind of goes back to what we played in the first hour as well with Senator Heather Cloud, talking about her feelings on expanding the death penalty to include electrocution and the injection. Nitrogen. Yeah. yeah. Um how you know she, you can tell she had a, an ethical struggle with it, but then at the end of the day, I realized this is about getting justice for the victims of these heinous crimes right. and and it just, was
6: not a debate about the pro or con of the death penalty, it right. was whether Louisiana would expand the options available yes to um to to move forward yeah with the death penalty
1: right, so. Anyway, interesting, interesting topic. Always is. Always brings up a lot of heated debate anytime people are talking about that situation. So, um, but Louisiana has not had an execution in 14 years. So, we'll see if that changes, and I suspect that it will. I suspect that it will under under Jeff Landry.
6: So. It will be. I don't know who is who is eligible um, or potentially a candidate for the death penalty, but I wonder if we will see one this year.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. But, it, you know, along with the other bills that I read that they passed, it's it's going to crack down on kind of what's become a little bit more easy parole process. And, you know, even when I was at KLB, we had several stories we covered of people that were in prison. The one particular case I remember, the man who was eventually convicted in association with... A brutal murder of a young woman um, in Leesville. Basically, she was tied to a tree out in the forest, and unspeakable things were done to her. And the guy that was arrested for it, they never ultimately proved like murder or or rape, from what I remember. But it was some other charge that they got him on, and they put him in jail. And then the parole board was looking at letting him go. And when the family found out about it, they were just they were heartbroken. You know, and they, they put them through suffering all over again. And that's what I don't understand. You know, we have this mentality that, you know, again, favoring the criminals over the victims. So, uh, as it turned out, they ended up shutting that down because enough people were mobilized ahead of time. But, but, yeah, just for families to even have to go through that, it's just, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing? I agree so. with you. Yeah. So, anyway, that's our show for today and for this week. We always appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Thank you so much for the great calls all week. And we'll do it again on Monday. Have a nice week. We'll weekend. do
6: it on Monday. And we have Shelly Jinks Johnson and a local author that, um, on the show Monday. So I'm excited to hear about her latest book.
1: All right. Sounds good. We'll talk with you all then. Have a great weekend.
4: You've been listening to Talk Back. The opinions expressed were those of the hosts and callers, and not necessarily those of Senlaw Broadcasting. FM 104.9, AM 970, KSYL, and KRRV 100.3 HD3, Alexandria. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, Sponsored